beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. So guys, Nikki's my podcast producer. She does everything in the back end for my podcast, and I cannot tell you, like, she's just been absolutely amazing, and it has been one of the easiest things I've done in my business, (laughs) truly. Podcasting is the easiest thing I've ever done. Like, I literally, I'll be sitting in the gym, get a download, I'll literally voice record it, and send it to Nikki, and that's it, truly. It's like, you know, the feedback from it as well, like, it's just been so awesome to, like, know that I'm impacting people with such minimal effort. (laughs) So, yes. So I'm really, really excited to have Nikki on here because this is just going to be the gift. Nikki's the gift that keeps on giving. But like I said, if you want to do something for your business, it's such a really powerful way to be able to serve so simply, but also at the same time, be other like be able to lock arms with other entrepreneurs. I think it's a really important thing right now for those of you who are really wanting to take your brand seriously. You need to start with brand association. Like, what types of people are you going to start associating yourself with? So, chatted. I've had a chat to Sasha, and we're reaching out to all of these people to bring onto the podcast, so then they can share me to their platform and link arms and have like really cool brand associations. And I'm always telling you guys, go for the people that you think are going to say no, because you'll be so surprised when they don't. (laughs) So let me introduce Nikki and then I'll hand it over. Oh, and the coolest thing is as well, it's like Nikki loves the woo. I think we manifested each other, didn't we? We totally did. No, I told Sarah just quickly. I yeah. said to Sarah, literally, like I do this thing in the morning where I box her with a business bestie of mine and we talk about three things we're grateful for, three things we're calling in and three things that we're celebrating, right? And literally for probably like 30 days straight, I was like, I want someone. And I literally like called her in. And I was like, and then she wrote up. I was like, I manifested you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That's how we roll though. It's yeah. how we roll. So Nikki believes in the magic of conversation and that each unique voice is the cornerstone of facilitating healing, change, and transformation. I freaking love that. It's so true. She calls herself the podcasting priestess, working with clients to connect more intimately with their audience via digital media marketing. As an entrepreneur and soul-led creative, she adores helping clients further their reach by clarifying their unique message using podcasting and digital media marketing to broadcast it out to the world. On a personal level, she describes herself as deeply curious and a spiritual being housed in a delightfully human body. You're so gorgeous. Galvanized by her unique willingness to grow. You're such a good writer, by the way. Gather and listen. She helps others to fully embrace the self with compassion, love, and acceptance. So 
So prepared to be inspired and enlightened by Nikki. Thank you so much for being here. And how did you get into all of this? Oh, that's a great question to start with. So like in a previous life, I was a radio presenter. I was on SAFM here in South Australia, and I also worked in Victoria as well. So that was kind of how I got a taste for, I never wanted a real job, Sarah. Like I've always had a job where I've worked with like people or like I worked hospitality and I worked radio. Like I just, if I trace it back, I actually knew I wanted to do radio or something like this before podcasting was everything when I was a kid, right? Like when we used to get ready for school in the morning and we'd be listening to the breakfast team and I would just like, I learned so much about life through them talking on the radio, you know, that there was always like a trio and it was like two dudes and a chick and just the way that they would banter and talk about life and their households and all that kind of stuff. I felt like I wasn't the only person and I just got to understand lots of different things. Like I've always loved listening to conversations, right? Listening to my mum talk to her friends and like understand about how people process things and see the world and the perspective that they have and how they overcome challenges. And so there's always been that deep desire to kind of, I don't know, like share in that way. And like, yeah, I'm just a lover of conversations in general. So then from my radio career, I loved interviewing, right? Like that was one of my superpowers. Like a lot of celebrities used to say to me, oh my God, you're so refreshing. Thank you so much for your interview because they have to do press junkets back to back, right? So by the time they'd get to art, like to me, sometimes they've done like 20 in a day. So that was really cool. So I always knew that that was kind of like a superpower of mine. Fast forward to me having my son. He was, I think, six weeks old and I knew I couldn't be with his dad anymore if I wanted to be the mum that I needed to be, that I wanted to be. So I chose to leave and that was the hardest thing ever. Like, you know, I was a brand new mum. I, I was completely, you know what it's like to become a mum? Like, you don't know who the fuck you are anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. through the fire like what? And so... I wasn't resource enough to get the therapy that I needed because it was quite an abusive relationship. And so I started a podcast. I started a podcast because I needed to talk to people who had walked before me and who had lit the path and who had overcome the challenge. And I needed to kind of borrow their strength and their energy, right? Like really what I was doing was I was plugging into their energy and understanding and kind of feeding myself the knowing and the trust that I would get through it and it would all be okay and I could come out stronger on the other side so I started my podcast because of my background and you know I thought well I can interview people I'm great at that if I'm feeling like this I'm sure other people are feeling like this and my podcast kind of exploded and then people started coming to me and saying hey can you help me start a podcast and for my business and that's how my business was born in a nutshell Wow. Then it helps you heal. That connection is the thing that helps you heal. Yeah. Yeah. Like legit, like I was in a really dark place. I was, I felt really broken. I felt really lost and I needed to have, you know, like you always need to borrow from wiser women. I think, you know, I think sometimes we can lose that in this modern day society. Whereas I really knew I needed to have conversations with women who had, who healing was their nature and they understood, you know, how to love themselves and how to feel whole and how to forgive themselves and sort of how to do this motherhood thing or single mom thing or 
so yeah, so I just wanted to speak to anyone who would chat to me about how to fix my brain, really. Like I knew my brain was not thinking the way that it needed to. I knew it didn't support me. I didn't trust myself in terms of like th- the thinking patterns I had. And so, yeah, I just kind of needed to start that. And then I always had wanted to work for myself, but I just never, I never thought I had any skills. You know, I was at a really low place. I thought I had no skills. I thought I had nothing to offer the world. And so, but yeah, through starting my own podcast, I kind of trusted. It was a massive leap of faith. I knew it would heal me. And, and I kind of knew like, you know, intuitively I was like, I know it will lead me to the next thing. Like I know it will lead me to a business. I didn't, at that stage, I hadn't even literally, I was in like a, uh, (laughs) This is not at all what I thought we were talking about, but I was in a business networking group here in Adelaide and one of the women who started like a, an Australia-wide movement called She Is Seen, she was like at me. She was like, Nikki, you need to, I need a podcast. You need to help me. You need to help me start the podcast and you need to do this for a living. And and so if it wasn't for her, like kind of, you know, giving me permission, I think to like, you know, cause I just, you know what it's like, you think, doesn't everybody know this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So- yeah. People are going to pay me for this? Like this. Yes. But yeah, the more and more you go along, the more you realize, no, it's actually your unique gift and, and people don't know how to do this and they want help and they need, you know, and we need more women voices out there. So yeah, in a nutshell, oh. that's how I arrived here. <laughs> that is so powerful. Thank you for highlighting the importance of conversation. And I love that you said you, you borrow from other women. That's what we all need to do. Like in this place, like day and age where so many people are pushed down and struggling silently, like really opening yourself up and borrowing from other women. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Like I freaking love that. And that's what got you through, you would say. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I didn't know it at the time. I just knew that again, going back to that as a child, listening to those conversations, right, on radio or listening to my mum and her friends talk, I knew that through listening I could see things a different way. And I knew I needed to see the world. Like my podcast is all about shifting perspective, right? Because if you look at it from a different angle, then you can feel like, oh, and you get that aha moment, you get that massive moment of transformation, you get like oh, I never looked at it like that. And if you can frame it up in your mind and it supports your energy, then you can move through it. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I needed. And I knew that by having conversations, that could happen for me. And like I said, I didn't have, you know, I love the woo. I've always, since I've been in my 20s, I've been like energy healers, Reiki, like all the things, but I wasn't resource enough to go and do that intensive healing that I needed to do. So this was the only way I knew I could have access. And like you just said, right? Like I had big balls. I was like, come on my podcast. Like I would yeah. reach out and be like, Hey, you know, and it's like they could feel my energy and they knew that again, it comes back to that authenticity and that transparency. Like I was really authentic in like, I love you because X, Y, Z, you've already shifted my life in blah, 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 blah. I really want to share you with my audience because, because I literally want to share their brand, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't about me. So, and I think when people feel that from you, they can, they're like, they are literally as excited as you. And I knew that once I got them on the call with me, they were like, oh my God, I love that interview. Thank you so much. And you know, like the way I can write, as well like I remember one lady she was like I feel like I could die and go to heaven with the bio that you wrote me like you know what I mean so it's just kind of like 
I was, yeah, and it's it's all about, like, I was borrowing their energy to know I could heal, and also I was giving back to them in terms of sharing them with my audience and, like, sort of shining their, like, their greatness back to them as well, you know? Oh, my gosh, Nikki, you're just such a gem. I freaking love this. You have all of the pieces, and it's funny how you were kind of given them, like, your ability to listen and help have conversations help heal you, but then want to amplify that for yourself and for other people, and then the writing aspect of it, because, yeah, that's important as well, you know, like, when you're, when you're pretty but so Nikki does all that for me by the way and it's been like the the most effortless easy like most brilliant thing ever so when you say so let's go back a little bit you were working at a radio station you're interviewing celebrities what goes into a powerful interview like what are people missing when it comes to these sorts of conversations and how do you like draw things out of people yeah. yeah so I love these questions this is so good <laughs> um, the number one thing that I see people do wrong is one, they don't listen. You, when you are interviewing someone, you need to shut up and it's not about you, the host. Yeah. It's actually about your guest. Yeah. And it's not about you sharing your story. Absolutely jump in if you resonate with something after they've finished talking and say, oh my God, I resonate with that so much. X, Y, Z, this is how it relates to my life. But a lot of the time, a lot, especially women can be really bad at it. Like we interrupt and we kind of speak over the top. Whereas if you consciously like sit and kind of like, and that's why when I started interviewing, I would always have like a, a pad and paper because I'm a bit old school. I love that. And I would write down like, cause you know, you let someone riff and then they've got some things to say and you want to go back to a point and sort of be like, you know, oh, I really, can we zoom into that? Can we talk about that? So I would write, I would write that down and just be like, and then once they finished talking, I'd be like, thank you so much. Oh my God, I love blah, 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 blah. Can we go back to this part that I want to speak about? Right. Which is like a really important aspect. Like people don't listen. <laughs> and they it's highlighting that you followed the conversation. And do you think yeah. most people are in their mind going, and then I'm going to ask them this and then, and they yeah. don't delve into yeah. And so that's why I would take the pressure off because I would think, oh, my God, if I don't say it now, then I'm not going to be able to ask about that thing. So I would write it down so that when they finish their sentence, I could then go back to it. And then you can just give the person the space, right? Like, I think you also need to give them the space to shine their light. This is about you amplifying them on your platform. So then make sure that you're well researched on like, that was what I used to do with the celebrities, right? Like I would research the shit out of them and I would find these like really interesting points of their life, points of transformation, whatever it is, where they wouldn't necessarily be asked by everybody else. I wouldn't ask the same fucking questions that everyone else is asking them. I would ask them about their life, about how they saw the world, about how they got to X, Y, Z, you know, and that kind of like everyone wants to to share their gifts everyone yeah. wants to be like you know what I mean and if I and if you can create that container to be like hey this isn't about me this is about you and I want to put you in the best light people would trust me and just open right up and then all the gold would fall out you know what I mean and then we just have this really beautiful organic conversation that serves both of us they feel really great at the end of the conversation I feel really great I've learned so much my audience is like oh my god that was amazing thank you so much for sharing it and everybody wins and also what happens then is at the end of that conversation you know a lot in the podcasting world people are like oh they won't share it if they're a guest but if they've had a really fucking great time with you on their podcast and you have brought out the gold in them you can bet your ass they're gonna fucking amplify that to the world you know what I mean like they want they want that heard like so yeah 
That's was, amazing. Yeah. Can you tell us about some of those encounters or, or like, yeah, yeah. So the two that like would say to me, Oh my God, I loved you is, do you remember a band called Neon Trees? I can't even remember the Leon, the lead singer's name. He was like, I remember when he first got on with me and he was so jaded because he'd been like, he'd done like 18 interviews like before me or whatever. And then, cause I'd researched like, I remember researching how they come up with the name Neon Trees and how they're like, you know, and like little bits of his life and stuff. Because even back then I was like, yes, we want to promote your album, but like, I want to know the human that you are, right? Like, I want to know how you got here. And so I was kind of asking him all those questions and he, and he literally said to me then, he was like, oh my God, that was the best interview I'd done all day. Thank you so much. Like, you know, I really appreciate it because we're really tired and blah, blah, blah. So that was like a really, that was a, a moment that will stick with me forever. So he said it to me and also September, I don't remember if you remember September, the, she's like a bit of a, was yeah. it like disco kind of electronic yeah. kind of, yeah. So, and yeah. she also said, you know, oh, I love, like, I love chatting to you. That was so much fun. It was like a breath of fresh air. So I just kind of knew from those conversations and just natural curiosity, right? Like, I think a lot, especially in media, right? Like a lot of the time people want to catch you out or they want to like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, no, I just didn't have that approach at all. I was just like, you're a human and I want to know what makes you tick and, and genuine like open heartedness, like share yourself with me, you know, like, cause, and I think that they loved that because they didn't always get to show that side of themselves, you know? So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. So it's like they would be asked questions about like, highlights of career and this and that but you would like you're you would go in with an open heartedness and intention to actually get to know the human and that is a differentiator when it comes to being able to crack people open so if anyone's listening and even if you don't want to start a podcast even if you want to just start like doing live streams with somebody yes that's a really it's a really great strategy sarah it's such a great strategy to like even just start like i did it on my facebook page a while ago like a few years ago i do every friday morning i would like chat to someone it's just such a great way to like grow your audience in a really easy organic way you jump on a live you have a conversation with someone you talk about life everyone gets like what they need out of it and the great things about conversations and podcasts in general is you don't have to tell someone what they need to know from you right like you're not selling a fucking blueprint or a five-step process or a what the fuck ever you are literally just having a conversation and then wherever or like you can have five different audience audience members that have five different things that they got out of that conversation so you serve them where they're at which is so much more powerful than and giving them a process to move through. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think, oh, yeah. yeah, we never know where people are at in their lives or what's, you know, what's affecting them or what hit, like, hit them in the heart. Like, oh, my God, I hadn't thought about that. And one thing that you can say, like, I can remember podcast conversations where one thing that someone will say will stick with me and I will remind myself of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the power of podcasting. That's the power of, like, they're in you're in their ears. Like that's such an intimate medium. You're painting a picture in their ears using their imagination, right? You want to talk about the power of the subconscious. You're not giving them a picture. You're literally speaking. They can feel your vibrational tone. They can feel your heart. They can feel your soul. And then they're creating a picture with their imagination, which is 10 times more powerful than any picture you can put in front of them. You know? Ooh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) this is so inspiring. Who's going to start a podcast now or at least least live streaming. Seriously. Like the power, like just like, just, just 
start the conversations. Yeah. Just start the conversations as a non-negotiable. You're doing this every month. You're going to do this every week. You're going to reach out to people. You're going to provoke these conversations because this is the shift, yes. like truly. And it, it's the gift as well. And so obviously your life has been an embodiment of those shifts and those gifts. And now you get to share that with everybody, yeah. which is amazing. Well, that's like at the core of everything that I do, right? Is because I love, like you said at the top, like I love the power of conversations because I think they can be such a game changer. You know, you have those aha moments and you can, you can heal someone in a moment with an aha moment. You can, yeah. you know, something that they've been grappling with for like months or years or whatever. And you can say something and it will shift the way that they think and feel about that thing. And then, you know, and then there's lightness and then there's ease and then there's healing. And then it's like, oh, okay, I can move forward. And like, that's what it's all about for me, you know, in terms of like amplifying women's voices and just showing up and having, and having the conversation in an easy way that doesn't feel like, you know, I think once people get to know you and know the heart of you, the selling becomes easy. Like the selling just happens organically through, through the conversation, through you talking about past clients or experiences or programs or whatever it is or however you do it. But it doesn't have to be like a, here's my elevator sales pitch. It can just be like they get to know you and they're like, Oh my God, I really love this woman. I I love what she represents. I love what her mission is. I love her why. I love how she works and how she speaks and how she thinks. So then when someone jumps on a discovery call with you or in a coaching container or whatever, whatever it is, there's no surprises. And guess what? You don't fucking get asked for refunds because they know exactly what they're getting. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just this such more of a like wholesome, I call it like a more wholesome marketing strategy, right? It's like top of the funnel. You create it, you create it from your heart. So like you said, it feels easy. It feels aligned. It feels authentic. And then it kind of filters down that marketing funnel works into your business. But then you also get to repurpose that content into like social media posts and everything else. So it's really this, like, I find it the easiest way to kind of, you know, get your, get your message out there. Not only is it easiest the easiest way logistically speaking like because it's not like when you're in your own conversation flow it, it just comes out like when you're in when you're in that moment where it just is poor so it's like okay record it I hand it over to Nikki and then yes then this is where people get to know me intimately get to know my inner workings and my perspectives and all these things but also when I get to bring people on as guests as well and who we get to link arms with and uplift and all those things so you're right by the time we get them on the call they're like well what what is this going to look like they're already there They've yeah. already decided. There's no convincing. And it is, yeah. it is the most organic, beautiful process of not only calling people into your tribe, but also being able to uplift and serve for free because not everyone can pay to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. My time in the QBA was incredibly expansive, very rich and rewarding, and I can't thank Sarah Tynan enough for her wonderful guidance support and belief and sometimes when I didn't have that belief in myself and the wonderful people in the group was really life-changing and a very rewarding experience so yeah just expansive and 
big and bold and brave. It was wonderful. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. One of the things I love that you said is that, so obviously when you're going into interviews, so for those of you who are just wanting to start Zoom chats or whatever, or live stream chats, you're going into the interview with the intention of being super open-hearted and wanting to delve into the very unique individual that is there with you. But you also said that you need to have big balls. And that is so true. Yeah. So I always had like a bucket list, right, of like of people that I wanted to interview. And I was kind of like, and a lot of the time I would just reach out to them and voice message them or email them and just kind of be like, hey, I've like, you know, and I think for me, it was always this really organic process of like pitching, right? You can tell as a podcast host, you can tell straight away whether someone's listened to your podcast or not. Or whether someone's like an actual fan. And so first and foremost, like that's the that's the difference you need to make is like I'm not just here to borrow your audience and to leverage off of you. I'm not trying to take anything from you. I'm trying to amplify you, right? So I think if they can feel that from the start, then they will say yes. Like I've had so many surprise yeses just because I've been involved in their world and I've genuinely reached out and been like, oh, my God, I followed you for this much time. I love how you spoke about this. This has really changed my life. I would love to share you with my audience. And then, you know, you can do a little bit of like the logistics. This is my downloads. This is my platform. This is who else I've had on, like my guests. Like, this is what I want to speak about with you, you know, and then you can just kind of roll from there. And every time I've said, they've said yes, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you know, and I think especially as well, like now it's probably a little bit trickier, but like with voice messages, they can hear your voice. They can hear your tone. And I think that's really, it makes a difference. It makes such a difference than, than you just kind of like, you know, yes, sending a cold DM or whatever. So if, yeah, if you haven't been on their radar at all, I would say, like, get on their radar a little bit in terms of, like, interacting with their social media page. That's how I would do it normally. Like, just be on their Instagram or whatever, interacting with them on stories or on comments or whatever, and then reach out and kind of say, hey, I would really love to share you. This is why, you know, is someone, like, who's going to say no when you come across and say, I want to share you with my audience? Like, I really love who you are and I want to amplify your fucking presence. Like, (laughs) if no one's going to say no to that, who's going to say no to that? Unless they're like, you know, I just think, yeah, it's like a no brainer. (laughs) 100%. 100%. But if you come in like well researched, not just blanket email, blanket word tracks that you're copying and pasting to every person, but if you come in with the right energy, the right intention, the well researched and genuinely like, I want you, you know, that energy of it's you, it needs to be you. They say yes. So I I highly recommend, and I love, again, Nikki, I love what you just said, get a bucket list. Like, oh my God, if only they would, these people said yes to me, get a bucket list and start working your way down the list. And this again is how you organically really start linking arms with people. And obviously it's going to be beautiful connections for people in business, but you're going to be able to amplify yourself in a really powerful way. And- oh, 100%. You borrow like their credibility really is yes. what's happening. Like yes. you borrow credibility and like you're kind of saying to your audience, look, this is who I hang out with. This is yes. the kind of people that I mix with. So this is, you know, it cements your authority in the industry really. Like you're borrowing their audience, they're borrowing yours. It's kind of like this beautiful like come together of, of collaboration, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So if anyone's just starting out in business, this is what I recommend doing, starting out, like just make your list, 
get super intentional, get super specific with who it is and why. Yes. Start following them, start loving all their stuff and then start reaching out and you will be surprised. I've actually gained friends. Like it's funny. I think, I think people are so intimidated to reach out to that, that it never happens. (laughs) Surprisingly doesn't. So then when you do and they say yes, it's like, Oh, it's, it's a funny, I don't know. I I found it really like, Oh, okay. Okay. We're rolling with this then. Totally. And I think as well, people like, Women especially, right? Like we love to share. If you're like showing up and you want to like take their strategy or whatever, like they're not going to be interested. Whereas if you're showing up and you want to, you want to understand the human that they are, how they got to where they got to, you know, like those are the questions that they don't get asked a lot. They get asked for their strategy. They get asked for their like, you know, funnels. They get asked for all that kind of stuff. But when you're asking them for like, how did you get here? Like, what did you experience that was, like, truly terrifying? Or, like, what was, like, you know, where was your big transformational, like, point in your life? Like, how do you frame up this when it happens to you? Like, those are the kind of questions that they're, like, they, you know, and I I think the thing we forget is when people elevate, there's this sense of, like, legacy and pay it forward that happens where they want to, like, you want to leave a legacy and you want to, like, provide for the people who can, who are still on the come up, you know, who are still, like, who can't possibly buy into the big containers yet. And so they like to give from their heart, especially women, you know. I think it's part of our – it's part of the way that we're built. It's how we like to serve. So if you can provide that container for them and they can trust that you support them and are going to bring the gold out, in them then you know it's always going to be a yes yeah I think that through curiosity is such a like a a joiner a, a connector yeah, you know yeah, connector. Like, yeah. so when yeah. you if, have you ever had the situation where you brought somebody in and you're like "Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna have to crack this one open and it's it's not gonna be just a, a given that they're gonna be you know it's almost like they're there they feel obligated or something this might have been more in your radio yeah, yeah, I had in radio definitely. I remember yeah. interviewing, and he was just dick. yeah, but he was a dickhead. I was like, oh, I loved him up until then, and then when I spoke to him, I was like, oh man, you really disappointed me. People can have bad days, right? So possibly yeah. he could have been having a bad day, but I remember, yeah, like he. Like, and even my producer at the time, he was like, man, he just did not want to crack open, did he? I was like, nah, like normally I can get him. Like, but he just was like, boom. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. That's the only one that like on my podcast, I've never had it. I've never had it because I I, like, that's a, that's a feeling thing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in radio, like that's what I love about my podcast. That's why another reason why I started, I didn't have a content manager saying, no, you can't talk about this and you have to talk about this. So I've never had it on my podcast because that it's always been like a heart connection and always, you know, I'm really purposeful about the container that I build, but I do remember doing it in radio. Yeah. <laughs> How funny is, do you have a, like, I mean, strategy is a hard way to put it because we're such a, we're such feelers, aren't we? When yeah. we just feel our way into things. So I think we can kind of navigate our way through conversations by feeling it out. But do you have any ways or approaches that you would use to help crack people open? Obviously didn't work with, but anyway. Strategies that I would use. I kind of like, again, I I really sit back and kind of go like silence. Don't like, I remember, and I learned this lesson from my content manager, like back in the day, he was like, don't be afraid of silence. 
right? Mm-hmm. Especially on a podcast because you're not streaming live. Like on radio, we were live, so it was like shit. But even if you are streaming live, silence is a really powerful tool, especially if you're interviewing someone. Because if you have a gap with silence, people naturally want to fill it. And so people are so used to like you talking over the top of them and they're just listening, you know, people listening just to respond or get their point across. Whereas if you kind of sit back and you really like relax and open your energy, like I'm just, you know, you can just take the floor here, you know, like, and I'm going to allow you to like to, to open up or speak or whatever it is you want to get across, then that can, it, that's a really powerful way to kind of help them unravel, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so don't be afraid to use silence. And also I think as the host, if, if a guest has said something really potent and really powerful, like give that a minute. Like sometimes I'll put silence into interviews just to kind of let something land. Cause you're, you know, when we're listening to podcasts, we are doing something else. We are driving, we are exercising, we're cleaning, we're cooking, we're whatever, right? And so when someone says like drops a bomb like that, you kind of give it a beat, like a couple of seconds. And because this, because we're so used to conversation in our mind, that silence is kind of like it's another way for it to kind of drop in and be like, oh, wow, okay, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, and they can kind of think about it for a second before moving on. So yeah, that's probably a way, a strategy I use a lot when, when there's like a difficult conversation or they're not opening up as much. I'll just, I'll just sit and listen, like truly listen. Cause not I many love- people truly listen, you know? I love that. So are you saying, Nikki, that you will go, this is why you're brilliant because you'll feel like you're a real feeler. And I could tell because you feel the content I give you. And so you'll feel into the content. You'll actually edit in the silences, even if it's not injected in the conversation. So you'll yeah. edit it. Yeah, or like breaths or something like that, just to kind yeah. of like, because you can really make a conversation flow like that. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah. And I think sometimes it's really important to kind of, because we are, when we're in the conversation, we're like, you know, we everyone wants to, back, to bounce back and forth or fill it in. So, yeah. So sometimes post-production, you can kind of put those in and just kind of like allow it to land for a second or have a little bit more like time or do you know what I mean? Like to kind of, yeah. Oh, so cool. I love it. Ah, this is so good. This conversation is so good. It's so potent. We will repurpose this as a podcast. I know. I can't wait for the transcript. <laughs> that is it out. That's a good. So that, that, that brings me into another really good tip. If you end up guesting on someone else's podcast or you're doing those like live streams, like Sarah said, a great, if you're doing it on someone else's platform, ask them for the transcript every single time or ask them for the video or the audio or whatever, and then run it through a transcription because you are going to, when someone's facilitating a conversation like this, like I could have come on here and I could have chatted to you and I would have delivered gold, but Sarah's creating a container for me and asking questions from me that I didn't write down. And so I'm able to then pull out the gold from myself, mine my own mind for gold, right? which I'll be able to then put on social media as like posts or blog posts or emails or whatever it is. So when you are a guest on someone else's podcast, make sure you ask for the transcript. If they can't give you the transcript, get the video or the audio so you can transcript it because you can see how you speak on a transcript. Like when you're showing up for a conversation like this, you can see how you speak. And when you start making posts and written content, especially on socials around the way that you speak, again, that's like 
that's showing up more as you. So therefore you're like, again, when they have that touch point with you, that one-to-one touch point with you, you sound how you feel, how you are, how you be, there's no surprises there. Because sometimes there can be like a disconnect between the way that we write and the way that we speak. So when you can see the way that you speak, you're much likely to then put that into voice when you write, when you just go to write a post. Does that make sense? Hell yeah, that is such good advice, such good advice. And gosh, I mean, like, when you can bring these conversations powerfully into the light and, you know, have them with people, there's so much repurposing that comes out of that. Like, you're almost months in it. Yeah. 100%. You can get a whole month out of a 30-minute conversation. (laughs) Yep. So this is why this stuff is an absolute like no brainer, no brainer. You don't have to be a podcasting genius. Just start with live streaming with people. Literally. It's a really great way. Like one of my clients, that's a really great way that she built her Instagram platform. She came to me and she was like, Nikki, I want to grow my audience. I like, you know, I want to speak to other people. So we worked together and I coached her a little bit on how to like conduct the interviews and do that. And now she has like Monday's Live, which is so famous. And so like she's had so many people on and her her following has like exploded. Like, so yeah, it's a really great way to because you're leveraging someone else's audience, but you're also like giving your audience such gold, right? Like it's just like this powerful, like win-win. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like networking in, in on a digital platform, if that yeah. makes sense, you know? Yeah. So what Nikki and I are saying, if you want to grow your business organically in a powerful way, make this a non-negotiable, truly. Yeah. yeah. Make and it even a- do it for like a season, do it for a couple of months and then see how it goes. You know what I mean? And yeah, you'll find so much from not only from the conversations and the way you grow as a person and the way you up level in business, but also from the content that comes off the back of that, understanding more of of yourself, how you work, the questions you ask, the things you know. It also affirms for you as the host, oh, yeah, I already know that. I already do that. I already think that way. Do you know what I mean? So it's like this, it really can affirm where you're at too and your value and your credibility and your like, you know, your, your mission in, in, in the world. Yes. Oh, I love this. I love this. Oh my goodness. Okay. So how can people find you? If people want to work with you, how can they work with you? What do you recommend in terms of just getting started? Like your piece of advice. Okay, so people can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at underscore Nikki Vox underscore. And my website is NikkiVox.com. You can work with me a couple of different ways. I've got a, co- a podcasting course. I have a free, I'll give you the link for my free podcast planning guide, actually. And I've also got one for guest speaking. What's my tip for just starting? Well, like really, if you want to take baby steps, doing like conducting interviews is a really great way for you to become a powerful facilitator. And also if you're starting and you don't necessarily want to start a podcast yet, I would recommend guest speaking on other people's podcasts. So the first step to that would be have a look at who you want to speak on. I would reach out to your audience, your community first. I would do a post, a post on Instagram stories and a post on Facebook or in groups. Hey, guys, I really want to guess on some podcasts. Who do you recommend? These are the things I can talk about. So the thing that you need to know is definitely three topics that you can speak about underwater, can riff on it for ages. You know you've got the gold to deliver. 
So what are those three things, like the truths of your heart that you know are for sure that you are like want to share with the world, right? That link back to your business in some way, shape or form or whatever it is that you're selling. So you know those three things and you kind of, when you're making that post, you talk about that. Like these are the things that I want to, I can talk about, you know, whether it's, I had a postpartum doula who was like, we like had a session together and she is mothering without a mother, right? And I was like, that is such an important like thing that people don't know, right? Like, and, I, and there'd be a whole audience out there who is doing that. So that's one of the things that she can speak about or speak to is mothering without a mother. So what are the things unique to you that you can talk about that you can deliver, right? The, the gold, right? So that's what you do in your post. The great thing about doing that is when someone gets tagged, then you can kind of go in and go, blah, 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 tagged me. They thought I'd be a good match for your podcast. You know, are you open to um, having a chat or, you know, and you can kind of start from there, which, you know, because word of mouth is still a great way to like grow, you know, and it's always more of a like who you know, not what you know. Otherwise, again, like pitching to get someone on your platform, you can pitch, build yourself a media kit. Like it's really easy on Canva do a little bio, write some questions that they can ask you, write some topics that you can speak about, and then kind of pitch to someone. And again, you want to show up with, this is why I love your podcast. I listened to this episode and I found this really helpful. I implemented it and blah, 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 blah happened. So you're kind of giving them the like evidence that you're not just a fangirl that you are genuinely interested in who they are and their mission and how they work, right? Then tell them, like, I would love to have a chat with you. Again, this is what I can, this is what the value that I can give your audience. When you're pitching to a podcast host, what is the value that you are going to give their audience that they are not giving to their audience? You know, like it needs to lap over. So I wouldn't pitch to other podcast coaches. I would pitch to social media coaches or business coaches or, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like we're in the same kind of circles, but I'm like niched into it and they haven't, they're not an expert on podcasts, so they can bring me in, right? So what what are those kind of things that you can, I can convey this value to your audience. So you really, you need me, you know? Yeah. And then you can, if you've got some like hard data is always good. Like how many have you got in your email list? How many have you got in your following? How many downloads have you got? You know, how many YouTube subscribers? All that kind of stuff. But that's not super important, I would say. Like if you don't have any of that yet, don't be stressed about that. Like really don't. Like just go in and ask the question. Be transparent, you know. Like at the end of a lot of the big pitches that I made to my bucket list people, I would be like, and if you say yes, like I might do a happy dance and wait, wee my pants a little. Like you can be like, if that's part of your personality, like use your personality, you know, like rather than just like, so that you're not the same as everybody else. You're not just like, it's not just your VA reaching out to someone and wanting to get on their platform or, you know, them, them literally finding a fucking database and sending it to everyone. Cause I get so many of those pitches. Whereas when you get a personalized pitch or a personalized like, oh, cool, you know, like, yeah, like I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's the goal. Just, Don't be afraid to start. Like just, yeah. just start. Just you know? do it. Just have yeah. the, get the balls. Have the balls. Get the bucket list. Make it personalized. Have the right intentions and start. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so oh you don't need to have any like you don't really need to have any kind of tech like you can really use like i mean airpods aren't the greatest i actually prefer the the what are they called the old school like um yeah yeah they have a little they're actually a lot better than airpods in terms of like audio quality otherwise like macs are really great 
but yeah, so like you don't need a whole lot of tech to start. I would not like you can start a podcast on a shoestring, really. I like, have zero not, tech. Yeah. But you obviously you do my producing here I record on my voice notes. Download it. my phone, yeah. And send it to, to Nikki and she does everything and I have no tech. I, I, I like a, the only reason why I want to get tech, by the way, is so I can actually video myself and look yeah. professional like I have a microphone and then repurpose that content. That's the only reason that I want to get tech. So yeah. there's literally nothing holding you guys back from starting. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Same so oh, Nikki, you are amazing. Jude said she's going to need to watch this again. There's so much gold in this, in this 45 minutes. Like, seriously so we'll make sure all the links are popped in so also in the business academy portal i teach you guys how to create your your media kit as well so you can create a little canva media kit it's already in there it's so helpful just because when you're pitching to someone and then if they come back to you and say and say yeah or say yeah i want to have a chat and then you just send them a link to the google drive with the media kit they're like Oh my God, this chick is organized. She knows what's up. She's credible. It like adds to your credibility and your authority. And also if in that media kit, you've got like some questions and some topics to talk about, you've, you've half done their job, which is like so great. Yeah. You know, if I can see how someone like the things that I can ask them or whatever, then it kind of gives me like, okay, cool. I know I can ask that. And then I can ask my like human questions, if that makes sense. Nikki, you're a dream. I'm so glad I found you. I love how the universe always seems to put the perfect people in my path to support my business. And you were one of them. It was just like, oh, I remember when I first saw Sasha, who's my business manager, I was like, you. And the same with Nikki. I was like, it's her. (laughs) The rest is history. Like those decisions have always been the best for my business. And it's been a dream to work with Nikki. It's the literal easiest thing I've ever done, ever done. No tech required. I voice note on my phone and I send it over and granted we have had a couple of recordings where the audio wasn't great, but that was actually on zoom anyway, but Nikki sorts that as well. She helps with all of that. So if you guys ever want to start a podcast and you want help, please reach out to Nikki. She made the process effortless, like so easy and the balance of having to be so easy, but also so powerful, like it makes it an absolute no brainer and the potential there to grow your brand and uplift ever other brands. It's just really guys, this is why podcasting is so crazy popular right now because it does all of this, all of yeah. it. So. And I like just to add on that, like, I think, I think we haven't actually seen the height of like audio boom. Like I think it's going to go crazy in terms of like what, you know, like we're at the start of where YouTube was really like, I actually feel like podcasting is at the start of where YouTube was. And because of the way that we live our lives, right? Like it's such an easy way to, to walk around and consume content. If you want your course content, your, your, any kind of content to be consumed, like a lot of it, like most of it, rather than like just a couple of minutes, like podcasting is that way. Like, and, you know, and even private podcasts now are amazing in terms of like putting out an audio, an audio course and you can put it behind a paywall, which is like amazing. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to put that in because I think that we haven't seen all that podcasting has to offer for sure Jeez, that's amazing what a brilliant note to end on so yeah we haven't there's like still the wave to catch which is exciting so get on it now guys get on it now whether it be you're starting with the zoom interviews or instagram lives or facebook lives or whatever 
and then you download it and then cross purpose it, repurpose it, whatever, and eventually start getting into podcasts, whatever it be, just start it now. <laughs> That's our message, core message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Oh, this has been effortless. Of course yeah. it has been. I know. No surprise whatsoever. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on. And ladies, if you ever need anything, just please reach out to Nikki. Obviously, she's so generous. Ask me any questions. DM me. Send me an email. I am available. I'm happy to answer your questions. You're a gem. Thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.